We are so blessed, aren't we? The Bible says that the lines have fallen out to us in pleasant places. Yea, we have a goodly heritage. And we thank God for the heritage of revival, the spiritual movements of God that bring great numbers into the kingdom, that move the hearts of God's people, that elevate the whole intensity of prayer and intercession for the Lord's presence and for the power of God to come down on our land and nation. These things happened at times whenever the need was very great. The need is great in our nation at this time. There are problems that no human can solve. Only God can solve the problems that grip our nation at this time. Only God can make crooked places straight and rough places smooth. But he can. He can bring down the mountains. He can raise up the valleys. He can make a highway for his divine glory to be revealed and for great numbers to come to Jesus Christ. Let's believe God for a fresh visitation. He says, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will make ways in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. We really trust God to do that for us. And as I've been sharing with you this day in this program, the spirit of revival is burning even in my own heart. And we pray God will do something wonderful and powerful in this 21st century and touch many, many lives in England and Scotland and Wales and Ireland, all over Ireland, and the Isle of Man as well. For all you friends in the Isle of Man today, we're just looking to the Lord that he will visit you there as well and do great things for you. I want to read some verses today from the Old Testament Scriptures, and we're going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, and verse 2, and verses 6 and 7. And I think that whilst it is an Advent message, because this is the first uh, Sunday in Advent, we are going to be thinking of it in the context of what we've just been hearing and what I've just been sharing. And in chapter 9 and verse 2 of Isaiah, we read these words, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. It's a very special feature in many of our towns across our land at this time of year to have what's known as the switching on of the lights. Great numbers gather for those events whenever towns have put up many lovely festive decorations for this 
time of year, and it's just so nice to ride through some of our towns and see the magnificent displays of illumination that we have and the decorative work that's done to make our towns look so bright and cheery at a time whenever the days are short and the nights are long and it's often overcast. Yes, the switching on of the lights is something that's eagerly anticipated by so many people. My dear people, there was a time in history when God's servant Isaiah, even in dark days, spoke of the switching on, not of the lights, but the switching on of the light. And he spoke as if it was something that had already been accomplished, because it was as if he was living in it himself. And it's good to read the Bible and feel that you're living in the experience, that you're living in the event, even though it is yet distant. For Isaiah, it was a distant event, as far as we know historically, 700 years later. But he was living in the joy, in the anticipation, in the expectation, and in the thrill of the switching on of the light. What was the light? It wasn't uh, electricity. (laughs) It wasn't paraffin. It was the light of the world, the Lord Jesus. And on this first Advent day of this year, I'm glad to tell you that light has come into our dark world, and the light of the world is Jesus. He said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. His message is a shaft of light and hope to a nation at a time of national need. The nation had drifted far from God, Idolatry had taken hold of the people. They were resistant to the voice of God. They didn't understand the message. Neither did they really want the message. And isn't it true to say that in great sections of our society today, that's the attitude? People are resistant. People are negligent. People are ignorant of the things of God. I often find that when the quiz programs are on and you listen to Bible questions that are asked in some of those quiz uh, events in our media, that invariably people don't know the answers, even to simple questions. Why? Because the Bible is a closed book, an unknown book with its message unknown. And to be without that, and to be without that knowledge is to be in darkness. Doesn't matter how intellectually astute we are, if we don't know the Lord, we're in darkness. Foreign enemy nations were circling this beloved little country of Isaiah's at that time, and the danger was very imminent. The people were spiritually dull and positively averse to the things of God. But a message of clarity and hope comes breaking over the horizon and onto the scene, and he says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. You know, darkness and death are companions of a sinful condition. But the Lord Jesus Christ is the answer. He who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And thank God today he is the conqueror of darkness. When the switch is thrown at the switching on of the lights, darkness is dispelled. Light breaks up on our streets, and the people cheer as the countdown is given. 
On come the lights. My, what a wonderful moment in history when we got to that zero point and the light came into the world. He was born of a virgin, a sinless son of the living God, to be the Savior of a lost humanity. And thank God today that he's not only the answer to the darkness that's in your life, or in the darkness that's in the hearts of the peoples of your nation, wherever you are, he's the answer to the spirit of death that reigns in the hearts of those without a Savior. Because the Bible says, As by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. But as in Adam all die, says the Bible, so in Jesus Christ shall all be made alive. The Bible tells us that he destroyed death, that he overthrew the grave. And the morning of the resurrection, the glorious reality that Jesus Christ not only lived and died, but lives again, tells me today that he is Lord over darkness He is Lord over sin, and praise God, he is Lord over death. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. I have the keys. I hold authority. I have the keys over death and over hell. Hallelujah. And then the prophet tells us a whole lot more about this wonderful, glorious reality that it's in a person. He says it's in a child who is going to be born. And humanly speaking, speaking of his humanity, he is a child born. But he is a son given whenever we are speaking about his divinity. He is the Son of God given. He is Jesus birthed in a humble manger in a little town called Bethlehem, so many years ago. He's a wise and strong governor, and the government of any nation was never more safe and more secure and more blessed and guided than when its leaders put the government into his hands. They don't do that willingly, but there will come a day when the government of the kingdoms of this earth will be under the governance of this one who is the wise and strong governor. He's a wonderful counselor. I find him that in my life. I trust you do too. If you need guidance, he said, I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you shall go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Do you need guidance today for your life? Do you need some particularly difficult situation to be resolved? Call upon him. Ask him for guidance. Speak to him. He will speak to you if you'll wait and listen carefully. And to all who feel their need for direction, there is a Savior who says, I am the way. I will go before you. I will make the crooked places straight. I will make the rough places smooth. And whenever we speak in the context of God's workings, There's tremendous significance in a name. What is the significance of a name? Well, there's a whole lot when God is involved. He's wonderful counselor, the mighty God. He's more. He's the everlasting father. 
My father was my protector. And praise God today, I have a protector in him. He is the Prince of Peace. He spoke peace into Mary's heart as she was sharing there about his moving in her spirit in the revival. What a turbulent young woman she was in her heart. How troubled she was as she was under the convicting power of the Spirit of God. But whenever Jesus came, peace came in. Hallelujah. Have you got that peace today? The Prince of Peace? Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. He made peace, the Bible says, through the blood of his cross. He brought peace. He wants to be the bringer of peace to all who will receive him. I'm glad today that whilst the rulers of this world work and strive to resolve the difficulties in nations and in Europe, that there's a day coming when Jesus Christ will come, and he will take up the reins of government, and all others will bow in submission before him. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that he is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So as we head into the month of December, really going through these next few uh, wonderful uh, days before we come to the celebration of the birth of the Savior, I want to be sharing little bits of information and messages with you from this Advent theme. So there we are, the switching on of the lights. And Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Do you need light in your life? Do you need a Savior to solve your problems? Trust Him. Come to Him. Dear Savior, Thou art mine. How sweet the thought to me. Let me repeat Thy name and lift my heart to Thee.